we are back. Uh, there is uh, another day in this reality. We're still living. The end of the world have still not reached us. It seems like it's just continuing and continuing forever. What do you think? I don't know. I was thinking at this end of the world will happen way much sooner. I was prepared like when I was a teenager. I was like, okay, we don't have any more years left. Well, at least we have something to look forward to. So, yeah, welcome to another edition of uh, the Bipolar Circle and uh, the birthday show. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to all of you. We are back here to celebrate the birthday of the whole humankind together uh, as a unity. And today we're going to talk about family. With a family. With a family. We have a very beautiful uh, couple coming online to talk a little bit about free love about how it is to raise a family now in these times of corona and viruses killing us, uh, killing our old ones, killing our young ones. In the end, we are all wiped out, who knows. But still, they're still trying to repopulate the earth, pushing out more children to this world. So we will uh, talk to them a little bit about uh, orgasmic birth, bodywork and stoner doom rock. And to all of you kids, that is underage, that has uh, entered our little podcast because you saw the parent uh, advisory uh, warning on our website. Welcome. We are very happy to have you here. We understand that uh, this uh, parent advisory will uh, uh, attract you to our little project and we're happy that you are here listening. Thank you for uh, denying that stupid idea that children will probably not uh, click on a link because it says that it's not for children. So welcome to our show also. And uh, we will talk a little bit about the complications of making babies, of uh, giving birth and uh, working with the uh, erotic. Uh, <sighs> and for you that is wondering why I'm so silent in this podcast is also because I have, mm, I do not agree with populating the planet in the way as our dear guests. Well I, well, I have nothing to say on that. Uh, no comment. I'm uh, happy that you are here. Uh, that means you also got born. That means your parents also fucked each other and you got a product of that sexual game they had or that sexual communication. So welcome to the birthday show. I hope you got born with a big orgasm, just like our guest babies did. So uh, until we all die in a horrible or pleasurable way uh, and get uh, reborn back to this uh, extremely funny reality one more time and have another birthday day. Have a great orgasmic birthday. Have a great reborn back to this reality again and again and again and again birthday. As we will never succeed to reach nirvana. As stupid humans we are. So happy one million and forty-five thousand trillions birthday. Happy birthday, everyone. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's a great day. So we are here now with uh, with the Supercont and the Tree looking at uh, we can see them and I see a really big stomach uh, full full of a baby I think 
huge, enormous, so you big, but sexy. So you still try to make a family. Wow. Uh, I saw you kind of as uh, our type of family, as being part of the Fuck for Forest group and everything. And now I see this big stomach. It's a different type of family, I guess. Welcome to the bipolar birthday show. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> How did that Dragon happen? Is growing. How did that happen? Did it happen in the normal way that it happened before? That like an old in out thing and then it happened one more time. Yeah. Okay. So third you, time, man. You can repeat it. It's repeat repeatable. It's not so difficult to make children. It's easy. Yeah. It's just to like be there while they're growing up, that's a that's the sucky part or the difficult tricky part? part. Freaky, <laughs> freaky part. It's tricky. They're fucking squeak like little. Like Leilani makes this sound when she gets up, gets upset. That it's just like high pitched squealing pig like sound. Like. Seriously. And it's like it, it just it makes I don't know it just makes you feel crazy. It huh. Makes you want to break something sometimes. Like go through a wall with your head like. like Shut up. Seriously. <laughs> Stop it. Nice cancelling headphones. Oh, wow, that's smart. Nice cancelling headphones. Yeah, I think that's where yeah, like that's what I want this year for Christmas, definitely. With yeah. So with three kids and just be like, la la la. Yeah, with la, la, la. microphones so we can talk to each other. Exactly with Happen. microphones. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yes, so uh, welcome uh, to you two, to the Bipolar Circle. And today it's your birthday show. Happy birthday. Yay, happy birthday. birthday. I don't know what I can call you now. Uh, are you? Uh, I'm still like, okay, we are talking to Fuck for Forest activists. That's also going into uh, other type of work in Berlin, working with uh, rock and roll and working with orgasmic birth. And uh, what else? Can you present yourself, you two, in the way you want uh, to be presented on our show? Because I don't know how to present sure. you. Sure. I am super cunt. I come to save the world. Welcome. Um, I love Fuck for Forest. I think it's a really uh, brilliant project. Uh, well, after meeting Fuck for Forest, a lot of other things happened in my life. Like I had three kids and I'm also a body worker. Body worker, and, that means uh, a whore or... A body worker, uh, yeah, like a spiritual whore, kind of. <laughs> well, I I, I uh, help people with their issues, and uh, people have a lot of issues, so I have a lot to do. Yeah, you must have a and, lot to do, you know? Yeah. You can't and, go out uh, of business kind of there like... right now. No, exactly. I always have work, yeah. yeah. It's the same with Fuck for Forest. Like, if we save the world, we are also out of business. So it's the same with you, I guess. If everyone suddenly is healed and healthy... You are out of business, so it's important to keep people sick, like the medical industry, yeah. to keep the it's, customers. No, no, I think I think there's always room for improvement for humans. So anyway, like I mean, we can from never wherever get you are, you can always you can always strive for more as a person. It's called personal development. Yeah, but isn't that like yeah. the development for the human race the last years has seems to be not that positive? So it shouldn't be like I don't know, develop, do less. I was talking about that in the last show. That uh, mm. that's what sometimes what uh, people criticize themselves from being stoner, for example, that they don't do enough. And I was saying, yeah, maybe that's a good thing that you just do them, do the essential. And if you are happy with that, you don't need to do so much more. And that human race is all the time thinking I don't they know have what to chase. Kind of people you've been hanging around with, but farmers, 
Farmers, farmers like really down to earth chicken farmers. We- weed farmers. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, some of them also. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. Well, I think, yeah, progress. I think society as a whole is maybe uh, like collectively, it seems like it's going in a confused, very lost path. But I think for the individual, nothing has changed really. Like uh, we're still striving for for some kind of freedom uh, from our uh, like. From, from natural things that are happening to us, like pain and suffering and uh, from from freedom from, from what's it called, uh, oppression or being uh, uh, commanded by outer things and not having uh, the possibility to live out free will and things like this. And um, other things like aliens or... No, I think always humans have been kind of somebody has been wanting to rule another and wanting to control the other. And um, it's an age old problem. So, I mean, for the individual, the same old, same old, you know, maybe it's just nowadays the... we have more technology or something like this, but part of the human condition the human problem is still the same. The old existential me. problem of getting born. Yeah, exactly. You're born, it sucks, and then you have to like figure it out, and nobody knows anything about life, and you have to figure it out what that means to we you. We have to what figure it out for. by ourselves. You mean totally alone? Yeah. Totally exactly. alone. So okay, uh, totally alone. So, Mister, <laughs> Mister, uh, can you Dream, present yeah, yourself really... for our listeners? Also, you rock star. Yeah, sure, Mister Me, I'm Tree. Also been coming plenty to save the world. Bravo. Uh, Applause. Having a great time with the fuck forest in the Berlin era. And uh, I live here now with the super cunt. <laughs> uh, we have two kids and one more is coming out in about five weeks or something. Ooh, wow. And how is it to bring oh, up it's... children now in the Corona times? <laughs> it's been uh, quite weird, I must say. And uh, yeah, weird, challenging, uh, especially how the they have been acting the school and the kita, the kindergarten, like uh, doing new things, uh, but not really telling the parents about new things that they're doing and stuff. And then I find out from the kids telling it to me later on, you know, like, uh, and but you're not like more or less allowed or welcome to enter the kindergarten or the school anymore so but your children you leave your kid you leave your kid there i mean i know they're in good hands but it's kind of weird that i'm not like sort of allowed to go inside you know <laughs> i don't really know how it looks inside or, or you know it's kind of weird you don't know what they're doing to your kids basically they can no. do a medical like experiment. We have your kids and we're uh, influencing them and you have nothing to say about that. Yeah. It's like before, basically, just that you can't see them. Maybe it's an upgrade in positive yeah. or negative direction. That depends on the parents, I guess. So basically, yeah. it's safer for the children to not have the parents visiting or what? Yeah, exactly, well. because we're all potential carriers of this disease and, and all uh, the other diseases that we were carrying could be that you're just now hippies as it is also. just because you're hippies maybe uh-huh. just because you're hippies maybe 
They're just like, no. I'm not a fucking hippie. We don't want lice on our school. I don't have any bell bottom pants, that's for sure. You remember Hippie Hater Day? Hippie Hater Day. Yeah, we celebrate every year. You still celebrate it? Yeah, on the 11th of June. Yeah. Well, like, also, Martin, you're a musician. I'm also, um, which is also well, like working shitty right now. Tell me a little bands. bit about that. Yeah. About your band and what was this to be a musician now? I guess you play naked, no? Being a fuck for foresters since we, I've been so, we had so much good times. I just have to say that we had so much good times together. We were denied into the alternative porn film festival in Berlin, a group of us. And, uh, it, it, I think fuck for four still, I would say is one of the most alternative porn or erotic projects out there. So, but we are not uh, freaky enough in the right way and we make too much fun and don't take politics too serious. So we didn't get in on the Born Film Festival only if we was part of the fucking dry fucking. fucking. We thought it was like, okay, we would make fucking on stage, but then it was fake fucking. The person that fucked, faked, right, with clothes on stage would win. And we, as uh, Fuck for Forest, took all our clothes off for sure and started to dry fuck with slappy dicks and probably dry vaginas. And they got so provocated by that. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> I think we got disqualified because we actually did touch each other. They were like, yeah, but you were not supposed to be naked. We were like, we didn't get that in the rules. This is the porn film festival. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We, we thought we, that's what you do first when you have sex. We can still dry fuck. They had something to. They had some kind of fetish on dry humping each other or something. <laughs> Is that a new way of like super safe, politically correct sex? We really managed to piss a lot of people off. That's for sure. I don't know. Now it's probably more just managed with apps and stuff because there's no nightlife more or less. There's like all the bars are closed at eleven, and from eleven to six, there's like alcohol forbidden to be sold. No gas station or nothing is open, you know. But you managed to make a party for Fuck for Forest in Berlin just before the Corona crisis. No? Yes, very good timing. It's like wow, the last, the final party, the party of yeah. the end of the world. That's like Fuck for Forest should have that, <laughs> like the final cancel the world party. I wish I was there. It's very sad. We were stuck in our little mountain paradise dream hair isolated in nowhere land in Mexico. So yeah, we are kind of missing those group uh, gatherings with the uh, funny sexual. Uh, Definitely. Uh, and, and I think uh, people after this whole control system, they're going to be thirsty for people with like us. They're going to beg for us now. Well, yeah, <laughs> to, now to disturb them a bit. Because they're going to be so bored, oh my god. We want like you to boredom. come back and plant things with us in the mountain in the future. No, that's... Uh, but we also, if the world will open up and be more clear again, we are planning to maybe make a festival together, no? Make an erotic yeah. experimental festival somewhere in Germany. Yeah, like definitely I already checked out some locations where it would be possible. And I mean, I can imagine a lot of... Uh, of possibility like how to continue the with the um hygiene rules <laughs> but still have sex positive parties like, how would that like work? i mean i mean like 
uh, like maybe we just use like really really long dildos, and then like <laughs> then we're like one and a half meter suit. away from each other, and then wearing masks, and then we can just like fuck each other with that or use kind of like robots or something like. I have a connection uh... with these fuck machine people in the in the UK that makes these fuck machines. Probably you get them now with USB controllers. We can sit at home, attach ourselves to this fuck machine and control it with each other of online and have like big Zoom, Zoom meeting where we just fucking the shit out of each other with these technological robots, no? Uh, and I, I'm <laughs> horny already. That's so Yeah, awesome. exactly. <laughs> it's like is this how machines are going to influence, like infiltrate our lives? They're gonna like get us through horniness. I guess so. Sex is world. always the primal, is one of the primal instincts for us. And as I, the, if the intelligence, the artificial intelligence, are looking for an entrance port into the human consciousness, I guess yeah. it will be smart to enter through sexuality. It's also the most popular on the internet. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And you know, just before the lockdown story. I was uh, being invited to a to a convention, kind of of uh, sustainability and sex positive uh, party organizers, uh, kind of uh, that exists convention thing. Yeah, that was going to happen, and the the whole theme of it was like, how can we connect sex positivity with uh, sustainability and ecological projects? And I <laughs> I wrote them like. We figured that the que the answer to this question like 12 years ago, if you want, I can come by and like tell you something about it. We are too, you know? the, the problem with us is that we're not correct enough. We made too much fun. We never went into this. Okay, we're going to talk politics now. I never, I never got really excited by politics. I have to say also like a lot of the too political, too educational, erotic movies I watched is... If they're not funny enough, I turn off. It's not all the time I want politics to suck my dick. Basically, you okay? I want politics to suck my dick. Basically, kiss my ass more. But uh, well, this wasn't political. This wasn't political. It was up from the whole, um, like this whole movement that was going on here, sex positivity. We were on an arrangement like that uh, ten, yeah. 10 years ago with a friend meeting Annie Sprinkle. Annie Sprinkle is one of the people who inspired Fuck for Forrest a lot. She's a sex positive feminist uh, artist uh -huh. from United States. A very, very cool woman. And she had a, had a speech on a seminar called uh, Sex and Spirituality in Berlin, where I showed up with a friend, a, a female friend of me, want to give Annie Sprinkle a, a poster, and they refused us to come in. It ended up with Annie Sprinkle trying to beg them to let us in. In the end, they, <laughs> we had to sit out on the street because we what we represent was too freaky for them just being there with that poster. So somehow Fuck for Forest ma managed to make people emotional on things that I didn't really foresee when we started it. It's like mm -hmm. that, that we don't express a clear idea and still do good things with it. Well, it could be And part. meanwhile, the... Sorry. It's more like... Uh, age. No. Go ahead, Leona. No, I forgot now what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, it's gone 10 years since... No, it's gone five years since we left Berlin. So, I mean, a lot of things can have changed. So maybe these people that you were in contact with actually was searching for the answer yeah that's the thing like, it's, yeah, sure. I, I think fuck for forest inspired a lot of uh, different expressions that never really admitted uh, that we were for example the ecosexual we will get in a book by annie sprinkle now that we were actually the people who started the, or planted the seed 
for this uh, kind of way of thinking. And uh, we don't need to be taken uh, serious, really. I don't want to talk too much about that. We're happy for the way we expressed ourselves. I think we had a lot of fun in the way we did it, and we were very col colorful. We did entertain people on good and bad. <laughs> so I know like the political scene in Berlin, for example. Remember, you got attacked with a... I will talk about that in another show, but you got attacked with a big vagina on a... I did get attacked. Why? Uh, because I was holding up a, a poster of Fuck for Forest, and then the woman came and started to... Uh, beat me and try to take the vagina poster away and it was like leona's very beautiful artwork that it, i decided to defend with my life and uh she like dragged me out of the place by my hair and stuff like this and um and you know we're not like sort of we didn't end on good terms there yeah she said that the sign raped uh, people she's like your sign is raping your <laughs> yeah, sign is really raping people that. Uh, uh, so, okay, uh, I don't know. Yo, Fuck for Forest is not so popular in all places, but how did the party go that you arranged in Berlin? Well, it was, uh, we had very nice uh, uh, group join us uh, that was uh, very, um, what's it called, um, experienced. Kind of motivator this, crew. Yeah, like they were very experienced in the sex positive party thing. And they made like a little uh, kind of bodywork uh, ritual that you missed because Tree already <laughs> found someone to fuck like after five minutes of the party starting. And you didn't make any photos, I guess, Tree? Uh, like we didn't get so much. Uh, um, well, you from you there's photos. There's photos for me that I didn't post because I've been too lazy and busy oh. at the same time. But I will post it eventually. We hope so. Sometime. We really need no, the... Mean, in the end, it was quite a success uh, in all ways. I mean, I, I have some photos of like some really big muscle guys like having sex with me. <laughs> and uh, one of them like lifted me up over his head and wow. was like sucking my pussy like while... Against the wall. Against the wall. Wow. And... Uh... Like stuff you see in the <laughs> porn movies in like, in like very... Like porn movies with strong guys. Fucking the shit out of the women, guys, and it happens to you. Bailed out. <laughs> really? Yeah, one bailed. Yeah, I watched too much porn. Yeah, you got double. <laughs> it was like double penetration or something, or? No, I didn't manage that, but I wanted that. That would have been fun. Oh yeah. But the thing, it was kind of stressy because I was taking care of the of the door of the people going into the place, and managing the whole kind of party thing while trying to make photos with somebody. And uh, yeah, that was kind of like very challenging. Yeah, we have an experience with when we made the party on the Kit Kat Club. Uh, basically, I had so many people that wanted to make sweet love with me to save nature, but I had no time. I had to organize performance artists and music and oh, people and was... constantly. And at the end, like the, the people weren't drinking enough, so we kind of got kicked out of the place. No. Oh. Yeah. People... Like we were supposed to stay like until five in the morning and then like at. Yeah. Three, Three, they came. They're like, okay, you guys gotta go because nobody's drinking because everybody was uh, in the like cuddly uh, room, cuddling and fucking and stuff and drinking water. <laughs> so like two healthy so parties. The toilet was upstairs, so you had to like go upstairs and then you would come upstairs like half naked or just doing whatever. And then like uh, there's like a normal bar. It's like 
people drinking and he's like yeah go get to the toilet and goes back down like wow come into this whole world and this but dungeon. we have to post these photos can you just post them i don't yeah. i don't want to see them like just do it like i'm just too shy about them already but it was like, so funny when it was i look like I, so I, tripped I, out oh my I god felt, i felt like it was also so like in the spirit of a forest because it was so like ironic or something because i was with this woman and in the backside room like the cuddly room or the soft room and then uh, and we were like getting it on and stuff and then the, but in the same time in the other room there's all the people sitting down and there's like kind of initiation ritual of uh how to go about the things you know as do you have to have consent to keep going like and then you touch and it was like slowly. some kind of consent exercise how it was do... a consent oh. exercise yeah. but then we were like starting to make noise and stuff in the <laughs> like behind and everybody could hear it you know and it was just like in the same way we were like laughing and just going at it and just well she made the whole couch like super wet yeah it was like <laughs> it was like breathe was deeply so and feel this and that and like ah, 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 <laughs> from the background so how are your your relationship now with having kids and being in a free love uh, having sex on the same place in different places knowing your partner get fucked you feel good about time. it now everything's fine i realized i'm really really a jealous person like if if tree would have sex with another woman and i wasn't able to watch or at least get some photos i would really get angry and jealous <laughs> beautiful for, for forest that this uh, keep that photo yeah part. exactly it's like you didn't fuck her for forest two times and that's really shit yeah that shit you should be like yeah i think you should both be like that right. to each other I, there, I, I, the camera, really I, i feel jealous now I yeah exactly best, what is this i did my best No, yeah, but, so you but, do it for um, your own ego or what? You don't do it for nature no, anymore? What? You just do it for your own pleasure? How could that be? Yeah. Only yeah. a slut for forest, man. Slut for forest. Only. Or else... <laughs> so how it is to be a rock star then uh, now in this time? You, you make this stoner doom rock, so it's perfect for the end of the world thing, except for yeah. no one can come and see your concerts. But when you come to the it's concert, do you have like sexy girls throwing their vagina to you? constantly or that's a myth he has a concubine that follows him around and gives him blowjobs yeah that's true yeah exactly and she babysits it's really Everything. good <laughs> and she's very polite and friendly to me and stuff yeah it's just good yeah so but uh, this year it's been obviously less <laughs> gigs and stuff leona you have to talk in the microphone so we hear you <clears throat> sorry yeah making music is more something you do because it's uh, fun and make something happen to express yourself you know like uh money wise it's um uh, like an old school musician something we make a living from or something like this you know so you you're like an artist um, but it's a lot of fun wow. yeah i also do uh, collages and art so like album covers and posters and yeah that's true i've seen some then. amazing stuff you're making you're making <laughs> this dark kind of abstract psychedelic uh, art no yeah yeah paper collages analog collage and you make for record covers and paper things like this things. and then some i work with in the computer and all of it. i think we managed to also stuff. make a festival this summer with like 11 stoner doom bands <laughs> It was like a stoner doom metal rock festival 
with like 11 different bands, <coughs> two days on a farm, like close to the Boob area. And how did you do it with a Corona distancing? I filled out all the papers. I wrote a hygiene concept and I went to talk to the government office and all this. I'm the bureaucrat, you know. And the guy, the guy was like, actually, I shouldn't be giving you permission for this, but I'm just going to do it. Uh, I don't know why. Like, fine, thanks. <laughs> and then I had to pay 25 euro. <laughs> That's pretty good. loud after 10. And what, what oh. I'm a little bit, why, did, why is it, why is it not a little bit more dicks and pussies and tits in your artwork? Yeah, it's, uh, why there's not true. enough dicks and pussies? Didn't I, I made one. Yeah, there's like hidden dicks, but not pussies. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. It's Make some artwork cool. for our website, maybe also. Make yeah, some, sure. We would like to have a like a more like an art gallery on the Fuck for Forest website, also with a little bit more conceptual, sexual image mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or videos. Yeah, it's just I haven't come upon, I haven't gone to get any porn magazines or anything. So. You can use our website. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. I'll figure something out. And what about, hmm. uh, what's your name? What uh, What's the name of your band? Uh, Black Sadu is one name band and the other one is uh, Tears of Fire. Yeah, so... Tears of Fire is also in Wikipedia. Yeah, for the, all about it. for the people that listen now, you can go down uh, on the on our uh, podcast website and you can find the links to the bands of Tree and listen to a little bit what he's expressing in these dark times if you're after some serious doom metal uh, super cunt, tell us a little bit about orgasmic birth. You claim you had one. Two, actually. You had two orgasmic births, both of your yeah. births. Two out of two. Yeah, two. Well, the first time I was very inspired by you, of course, because you told me when that baby comes, you just masturbate like hell. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and that worked? That's what I did. And uh, I also I heard mean, that had... you had your friends uh, and family around you playing drums and I had I had a towel over me nobody saw that I mean to masturbate as a womb bearing person like uh I just use my little finger like and then clitter my clitter <laughs> you know and uh I was just playing with my clitoris like the whole birth I had like my clitoris was really hurting after the birth because <laughs> I like <laughs> abused it so much um and it was really like helping me go through the through the waves that as I like to call it instead of uh, contractions like the the birthing waves were coming and going and I was just like flowing with it with this orgasmic feeling and uh, breathing a lot and stuff I also prepare myself with the hypnobirthing that is kind of like a technique how do you go into like a state of deep relaxation and trance kind of and um and yeah, like uh, Tree and I had the day before the birth, we had sex many, many times to get a lot of sperm in there so that the so that the cervix was very soft. And because the the sperm has this special stuff in it, uh, it's called uh, protoglandin, and that makes the the cervix soft, the 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 part where that has this is the what has to open so that the baby comes through, no. And uh, yeah, we like had sex a lot. Then we went to eat a chicken, and then <laughs> we ate like a whole chicken. I was really hungry, sex, like three times. Yeah, and then like he was stimulating my boobs, like my nipples, for like um, 
like yeah. 20 minutes or something and... i left them alone for like yeah. uh, two months before yeah. you purposely yeah they were like very <laughs> like like deprived of touch and then suddenly touch for 20 minutes and then the birth started with this like we we uh induced the birth naturally with sex and uh, nipple stimulation and, and then the second birth like i was having very soft waves uh and i was really feeling my body opening slowly slowly and then i i was like oh, i really want the baby to come so then we went and had sex with each other and i had a really good orgasm from the sex it's very tricky to have sex in that state because the belly is so big you have to have a lot of pillows and they don't hit trickier. you don't hit the child in the face with a dick like schmack 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 uh, like when it's so close to the birth no, you don't hit the yeah, like no. Morse code tap tap. Yeah, it's yeah. more like you're tapping. <laughs> like first a little bit talk, like... yeah, talk to the baby. Yeah, it's like uh, three more days. I mean, I mean, the baby was created by the penis and the vagina. Why would it be like a weird thing to have close by? I mean, this is like the parents of the baby, you know. So, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're I, created I, by I penises <laughs> and vaginas. Yes, it's true. And uh, yeah, and. Um, yeah, and then we had sex and a really good orgasm, and then the birth started. And one one hour later, Leilani, my daughter, that was there. That time, the, our daughter was playing the drum. Wow. Yeah, my daughter was playing a drum, but not while we were having sex. No. Yeah, yeah, and I birthed my children at home. That's also, I think, really important for orgasmic birth to be in a place where you can feel like cozy and romantic and like that is a. Is a private space, you know, like you don't want doctors being around or something. But I mean, if a birth has to happen in a hospital, I think there's always ways to get kinky also in hospitals and wherever. <laughs> so <laughs> don't let that intimidate you. And uh, yeah, I mean, the way that we are made, that's how we can be born, you know, like with ecstasy, with nice feelings, with orgasm. And yeah, because and I have to say, like, I mean, being part of Fuck for Forest really helped in that. Uh, awareness of my orgasm and my sexual like abilities and uh, you know connecting to that and not feeling shy about having an orgasm in front of somebody really helps I think with being able to birth like that because it doesn't be become so like exclusive to like a hidden place like it could be something public to just orgasm you know <laughs> it's not something to be ashamed about it's not something uh, to want to hide yeah, and uh, definitely that that I can say that that the project really contributed to these beautiful births and wow. going for the third. I'm very <laughs> happy to hear that. I'm not so happy about overpopulation though, but I got to this conclusion anyway. The problem is not really the overpopulation. I see now that you are pushing uh, extreme amount of uh, children out your vagina to enter this in a kind of unsafe world we're all living in. But we also need uh, need children from alternative people with good parents now that can teach uh, people uh, for the future to maybe change the world faster. But I'm also thinking about uh, that many times in the where it get produced, most children seems to be in places where people are poor. And then I was thinking, okay, it also happened before in our culture when people felt more unsafe. And then I was thinking maybe it's like a natural reaction from nature that when people feel 
unsafe or feel they maybe can't survive so easy that uh, they want to reproduce to be able to keep nature going. And then I was, okay, maybe it's about taking care of each other. So if people, because many places in the Western world or in places where people feel this fake uh, kind of safety, but still feel safe, feel protected by the society or something, have this like social bubble they're living in, they feel somehow uh, safe in that and therefore don't need the, uh, to produce more babies because they feel like everyone has each other somehow in some I see now after living in Berlin that it's very much a constructed bubble and we are not really taking care and loving each other but still that constructed feeling that makes people maybe get less children so if we were, the world would take more care of each other people would also naturally feel more comfortable with having less children and that is a fair element actually to produce so much children that comes in very poor countries and places where you say, why do you get more children when you can't really take care of yourself? But okay, you don't have that social network to take care of you. So you need to think about, okay, who can take care of me in the future or my farm? And maybe some of the children die because we don't have the medicine and things like this that makes them overproduce. That is actually not the children getting produced. That is the problem. It's us not being able to take care of each other. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, not not using our resources wisely because I mean there is enough resources for everybody in the earth and to live in uh, abundance it's just uh, it is that being the... distributed very unfairly and I mean I created I mean I made children because of following my body and my sexuality and what what it led me to I mean it's, it's not like so rational actually to have children if it was rationalizing having children there would be no children because they're like a lot of work they're <laughs> you know you have to figure out a lot of things um, it's not a rational thing it's very rational to make humans and everything like this so um, if everybody was rationalizing there would be very very less humans to I think it's more like the animal part of us needs to procreate and needs to populate the earth. And who knows? Like, I mean, we don't know how it's going to play out. So to, all kinds of things can wipe us out as a humanity. We're really, really uh, fragile. Maybe today we're too many and uh, 10 years we're just half of us. Who knows? Yeah. We can't really. No, nature will regulate us uh, no matter what. Sooner <laughs> or later, I think. But uh, see, like you can't really judge an experience like a baby having just maybe five days before end of the world or having one week before the end of the world is still one week of experiencing this reality and uh, how we are analyzing pain and pleasure or what we feel is good for us or not is many times not what will make the conclusion of our life in the end. Many times those heavy things we go through is what we grow most from and actually teach us new things. So, and children are difficult, but I guess they can teach. They're like a teacher also. Well, they teach you like really like well, iron, fist. iron fist, you know, like we wake today, we wake up at 6.30 in the morning every day here in this house with the kids. And, and you, I, <laughs> you know. You, you three, I was around you one time and when you already had the two two babies and I, I remember you looking very halfway dead and, and saying, not one more. So how, how does it feel now to wait for one more? Oh, well, now it feels fine. You got over the shock. <laughs> it took some time. <laughs> 
it was a really good sex when we made it remember it yeah it was awesome yeah it's a it was like love child it was a true I mean, good sex baby it's gonna come out rocking man you put your hand in the belly you feel those little kicks and stuff you know it's like except the fact that fact that one more is coming out and it's gonna be another cool kid for sure so in trouble or worries about that definitely and we we need as many uh, helping hands as we can get to like create a better brighter future for everybody you know so you have faith in the future yeah for sure the kids are the future the kids are the kids are like i'm like a old uh iphone 5 and they're like the iphone x s 10 million or something like they come with a new program they're like oh this what you think it's important this is all crap like i mean you like technology or you think children should that it's that it's important that children from the modern world do play around with the latest technology as fast as possible to be part of that development or what do you think mm. well i think like telling a being what to do and controlling it really sucks i mean uh you have to kind of go with their interest definitely we we try to like offer as many creative possibilities for them and they usually choose to they would rather destroy something or glue something on something else than uh, play with a computer or i don't think prohibiting kids anything is not not really the way uh we don't really play video games in this house for example and none of us are interested in it so i mean our kids don't do it and like we barely watch any series or anything so i mean we have other interests so i mean you pass on your interests to your kids yeah i guess they will learn how to write with a computer and uh, all these things it's hard to keep your children away from this when you live in the modern world no i i just see the same with people trying to run away from the modern world in the mountains and they're still faced with the same problems because the world mm. is so globalized even on the countryside you have this new telephone already people are connected online and uh, she already knows how to operate a phone and stuff. yeah they know how to operate phones very well and she many times manages to do stuff with the phone that you're like how do you do that so yeah they're they're for sure catch up on these things pretty fast i think what how is berlin without fuck for forest not the same <laughs> we we miss the sex parties getting laid randomly without much uh without much uh what's it called uh effort like dating is definitely not my thing <laughs> no it's better with this uh fuck for forest was that uh, we have a good honest reason to just ask people to get fucked uh, in front of camera just now basically it was like hey here's a flyer it's fuck for forest yeah we make porn to save nature you want <laughs> yes or no <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah it was very direct and the last <laughs> i mean the parties that we were doing before you left to mexico they were so beautiful just everybody like naked uh and just so uh on it you know <laughs> and then people just come by just to fuck and then like leave again like they knew that it was going on there and it was just like it was this beautiful thing of that's the sexual part became somehow just like a natural decoration in the in the apartment so people were playing yeah. music and making food and dancing and talking philosophy and smoking a joint and some people were fucking having a group sex in the corner filming it but half of the people like looking a little bit other people not paying attention at all just like floating yeah, together kind of like somebody eating a sandwich whatever something's going on there it's like yeah 
That was such a beautiful apartment. I loved it so much. It was a, and they like ev wine. evicted us from there, and there's nothing going on there still. Like they're just letting it's the apartment building rot. And so, well, that was one of the reasons why me and Leona decided to go from Berlin was that we saw the beautiful city and the beautiful alternative uh, scene that we were used to and learned to fall in love with just die in front of us uh, slowly. And we, or kind of faster and faster, and we kind of felt like I won't want to see that. So I already saw too much of it, but you have lived there now for so many years more. We have been away from Berlin for six years now, and uh, has it gone better? I, I heard now that uh, Ex Liebig got, uh, got evicted. I just want to say to all you people, if it's people <laughs> from Berlin, no, no, I was always actually, I, I think Ex Liebig, I, I, that was, that, that was super cunt uh, making uh, that weird noise. I was, I was always on your side when it comes to keep you to have your house and do do your thing there. So I was always want them to be able to stay there. Uh, but I had problems there. Yeah, I got uh, threatened by this scene just for being a man. And since I work with actually with sexual li liberation, something you might don't think, and you think I'm a manipulative person that got super cunt to go around and show her vagina to save the world. Super cunt, go out now, That's save sexist, the world man. now. That's so sexy. Remember me forcing you to do that? You remember all the time I just like with violence and, and mean psychology managed to like manipulate you to do sh shit that Never I got happened. blamed for if later? Anybody was being manipulated, it was you mostly by womb-bearing uh, beings. I, I realized later, yeah. But Vagina I, possession. I'm way too and... stupid to be able to keep control over at least these people that we had around us in this time. Uh, even if how much I would <laughs> like that, it's impossible. So, but I think I think the future of Fuck for Forest is festivals, uh, outdoor it... festivals, because there there's less uh, rules also outdoors. That's and true. And if we make our own festival, then we can make it on our terms, and nobody can like be telling us what to do in them. And uh, I mean, okay, the government, but. <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 my wish and vision for Fuck for Forest. Yeah, because awesome festivals with really nice workshops and talking about what you know, like how to free sexuality, how to have healthy relationships, yeah. how to have families without being uh, living this boring monogamous family uh, life. Yeah, it would be nice to make a festival. We had, uh, we wanted to do it for many years, but in the time we were in Berlin, uh, I have to uh, admit that it was way too much for us to do with uh, all of what we did, and that made us not be able to really take care of the project. Uh, I think uh, we could have organized it better. For example, with you, that was a very good friend, sit down and make some meetings and do things a little bit more serious. But we were on this like uh, chaos magic. Uh, totally let's just take day from day kind of philosophy like what happens happens the world will end tomorrow let's fuck today kind of philosophy <laughs> so <laughs> and now we're sitting here like okay trying to uh, take all these loose ends and tie them together to recreate fuck for forest, uh, dot org 
to become a much more beautiful project in the future and talking to you guys and stuff again like gives us some inspiration and it would be so magical and fantastic to make a festival together and also like we combine it with a little bit different music styles no not only uh, the electronic but also doom metal and uh, other kind of experimental music would have been so amazing and i think we together as a group could make something really great together so that's uh, let's just uh, hope this corona stuff will not spin us into like total doom and destruction right now that we have like maybe f some years we can make one of these end of the world parties together <laughs> well you know as long as humankind has existed there has been somebody trying to prohibit something from somebody i mean still things happened like in the 1920s wasn't there the year of prohibition they were trying to keep people from drinking uh, alcohol in the US and things like this. And there was still underground parties going on and all this story. So it's a great time for pirates. Yeah, let's uh, try to put our horny little brain, uh, put some horny steroids into there and use our libido to guide us towards success with this party because we were like oh yeah we probably get fucked a lot on this party the reason the reason i would not want to host the parties because then i wouldn't be able to really get laid because i would be too busy like managing things that's the only boring part but <laughs> yeah, if if we make a religion would because i think then you and tree would be good priests in that religion i think you will already rise up to priesthood in one, two, three. So like, I was thinking about that for a long time because religion is something that is very important for humanity and some of them needs to be pimped up a little bit because they're not sexy enough. So we were like, okay, how to make a more sexy nature connecting religion and I, I'm sure you could have been high priests there in one, or, two, three. Orgas orga orgasmism or something. <laughs> in orgasm we trust. In orgasm we the trust. The temple of the cosmic orgasm bow down to the universal vagina feel her dripping on you combination of the cock and the pussy in one beautiful oh, yeah, phallic wow, the, pussy cock the, the great unity well the the, the uh, vedic people already have this they have this, the pussy the cock yoni, yeah. uh, uh, lingam shiva lingam shiva lingam the shiva lingam is like this kind of statue and it's it's symbolizing the the vagina and womb of the goddess uh, lingam the penis of shiva you know connected together and this is the holy unity shakti yoni it's one of the two things humanity is most afraid of now is sex and death because it's directly connected to each other it's the way we go and the way we return again no way we come yeah. and the way we return again so it's a kind of existential uh, subject uh, i guess that's why many people are afraid of it we will get in the next or the next program after that uh, visit from Buck Angel, one uh, social activist and uh, sexual educator that uh, changed his gender from he he was born a woman and now he's man with the vagina and he has a very interesting uh, view on on uh, biology in contrast to psychology and uh, and identification questions and he's a really cool dude uh, so uh, that uh, will come on our show 
in one or two uh, episodes, uh, you will uh, hear us talking to him about uh, his experience being a porn star, a transsexual porn star in the in the big uh, porn industry of Los Angeles. So, uh, you that want to uh, get some information about that, please uh, check out on our next show stat. Yeah, if you have seen him, like the first time I saw him, I couldn't believe it actually had a vagina. He looks so like <laughs> a tough macho guy. It's incredible. With big beard and. And when he was a woman, he was such a beautiful woman, like for photo model kind of woman. And now he's just this super strong tattooed guy with beard, and vagina. The guy with the vagina. He call it now is kind of fifty, so he call himself for trampa. Trampa. <laughs> nice place. On by a polar circle and explain how it is to try to be an educator also, because working with sexuality is stigmatized when you're talking about people that want uh, fights for liberty and stuff, many times attack people working with sex or sexuality or the porn as one group of people being abusive, while there are many, many good erotic performers out there educating and having a really good relationship to their work. And uh, they are experiencing uh, stigmatization, for example, by payment systems, not allowed to use normal payment systems on the internet, not allowed to share their stories on social media, and even get problems for example, in divorces where one part is a sexual uh, performer and the, and the court will maybe uh, give the children to the person that don't are a sexual performer because of moral values in society. They can use that as that you're not morally capable of bringing up a child, like some people would say about mm. homosexuals before, or, or still many places in the world that, oh, if you're homosexual, you can't have a child because you will make the child homosexual or people are afraid of that like it's something wrong or bad with being mm. homosexual because i see that children become what they are meant to be a, a friend of me w uh, was afraid of me saying too much fuck in front of a child that ended up with me uh, getting freaked out and saying fuck 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 you while i ran up the hill while his child was there and uh, i heard the child laughing this like from the stomach best child laughter in the world when I said that and I realized in that moment like it's not that that makes a child say fuck if I say fuck to a child many times actually the, their friends and the people around them that they play with and stuff is more important about many times children find their parents stupid and if they say fuck why not why the fuck not really it's it's it's, it's part it, I think fuck has become part of our our cultural language that is possible to use also for children right now, no? Have you made any censorship for your children? I say fuck way too much to censor anybody. <laughs> Sorry. They both know how to say fuck. Freya says, fucking fuck, fuck, fucking hell, fuck, fucking fuck. And she goes in. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what does fuck mean anyway? Fuck, it doesn't mean anything, actually. If she would say fuck to fuck you know like uh, like here in germany if she says fuck I, I was thinking like what if they call me from school is like your daughter says fuck and i would be like uh okay what does that mean in german fuck like uh, uh case a case or something or and then a other word like then i would say oh cool look she can speak another language she's speaking uh for a language good for her. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, because I'm also from Norway and we don't have that. We don't even have problem with foul language in Norway. Like people, it's a very, people use 
bad words or they don't think about it as bad words but we come under this american cultural history where suddenly but words that had nothing to do with word? us what who made it a bad word i don't okay. know who america made it a bad word but that it became a swear word then they made it forbidden to say in movies and then it gets more powerful uh, they just make it like take it away then okay it gets even more powerful as a bad word but it was actually fuck means under fornication of the king F fornication under king or something I don't know, something like that. Uh, what's this word? I think it came from a time where people were not allowed to be sexually pro pro promiscuous and you could get in jail and stuff for that. But you could get a consent from the king if you were a special type of like sex worker or something that uh, that the royal people wanted to fuck or some people with more power had the right to abuse. And then they made uh, that word as like a short statement of that, I think. But I, I, I well, think if, I think it's many other daughter... words. For example, pedophile is a worse word yeah. than fuck because it expresses something that is really bad. But that is something still that is normal in our society. We can just say, ah, it's many pedophiles there. Oh yeah. But if you say, oh yeah, you're such a pedophile, I guess it's kind of uh, uh, insult if that's, to a person that is not. One. Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> yeah. Well, if my daughter is going to be uh, insulting Christians or kings, I am part of her. So let her say fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm very, ha very happy to hear that. Uh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and what's the, what's the worst word you can say in German? Um, Hurensohn, I guess. Hurensohn, that means like whore son, son of a whore, basically. Huren, son of a whore. Son of a whore. Like, yeah, my mother was a whore. That's how she made money. No, the, 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 the worst probably thing that you can say in Berlin is fuck for forest. No. <laughs> it used to be in, in certain scenes, uh, it used to be that. <laughs> or or, or uh, I prefer like women uh, belong in the kitchen. I think that's the worst thing you can say to me. <laughs> <laughs> there you really insult me. There I was like, get out of my house. Oh, you're such a modern girl. <laughs> Super cunt. Like, I do. The kitchen is like, it's the smallest room in the house, but that's where I can drink my coffee in peace. <laughs> and what, what is happening with it? Because what is happening really with your, this body work? Can you explain a little bit more about that? I forgot to ask you a little bit more. Uh, well, body work is such a wide term. It can be like mm -hmm. a hand job. It can t hand job to a massage kind of. Well, if you look for body work in, in the internet, it comes out uh, how to fix your car's paint job or something. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do, what I do is basically it's called somatic body work therapy. And it's the, um, the goal of it is to uh, make a connection between your, the experience in your mind and the experience in your body. Cause we're mostly, I mean, in our society, we're, very intellect oriented we we analyze things very much we understand things very much and our experience is happening so much in our mind and then the body kind of gets left behind and then the only reason we ever pay attention to it is because it's either hurting or numb and then we're worried or oh, why am i numb or why am i hurting and, and then connecting these two experiences uh and creating like a flow between between the mind and the body. Like for example, if you were having 
a tense muscle in your shoulder, like uh, a massage would just kind of like uh, pound this muscle a lot and move it around so that it would relax. But then you go home and then you think about humanity again and how it's shit. And then like your uh, muscle in your neck gets tight again, you know? So talking about maybe you tell me who knows. <laughs> yeah, I, I would <laughs> no. really, you don't know. I've been through kind of a hell ride the last half a year for different reasons, mainly my own fault and I'm uh, would have really needed a massage right now but I, I realized that <laughs> I'm just uh, building up if I get it in the future I will be s it will be so nice so I'm just mm -hmm. seeing that as not expecting it too much I think I got too much I think I had the too nice in too long time of my life in Berlin and I had too much nice people actually taking care of me and I don't think mm -hmm. I took care of the people most important for me in that time and I think I need to reflect a little bit about that and uh, try to become a little bit nicer person to the people that really is important for me and not blame other people for my misery but uh, yeah <laughs> As, uh, for a small massage right now <laughs> would have uh, probably well, a, some, a little body work, like, a little connecting, as you said, the does. soul, the soul and the body together in the, and connecting it to the universe with a string up going there, like wrapped around all the stars and just balsaming my soul in a beautiful way from uh, some beautiful other person that cared about me. And it would have been like a transcending experience for me now, I think. Like, like you said, you, you had a realization, no? You had a realization that people were taking care of you and were really nice to you. And even, you know, in that time, you didn't kind of uh, appreciate that or connect to it, but now now you do. You, so connect to this realization that, that you're being taken care of, or that, that you're being loved, that there are people out there that are willing to to catch you and carry you and be there for you right now, no? Just as it was back then. They're not gone. We're not gone. We're still around, no? <laughs> yeah, but we're so on two different parts of the planet. And yeah, it's, uh, that's how yeah. it is right now. We are living in a time we are most disconnected to each other than ever. But we still, mm. we still love each other, no? We still care about okay. each other. But it's difficult to be there for each other, really when you are living mm -hmm. in two different places. Now, now if I want to give you a hug right now, it's, I don't feel like hugging the computer screen. It's not really the type of uh, type of love I would have needed from, from you right now, for example. It would have been nice to just see you. And uh, I want to say that yeah, the corona crisis haven't made that easier for many people. Now we are very lucky living in Mexico. Mm -hmm. In this area we are, we are kind of free to go around and and meet people uh, other places I see now in Europe it's really getting like in France and stuff they're blocking up everything uh, making it impossible to go out in the night and is it that in Berlin well, now then, then then touch yourself like like if I was hugging you right now there were where you would uh, feel hugged like my like penis squeeze yourself I will squeeze touch yourself my... a bit like this I'm touching my dick now is that okay he okay. is touching yeah. his dick I'm touching my dick touch, right now touch your dick and like if I could if I hold my dick and then I hold my forehead with my third eye is and try to transform that positive sexual like like to ejaculate two, into two, my two, third two, eye. That sounds I'm just good. an ejaculation into third eye like but then I need to masturbate at the same time. Okay, I will try that one. Exactly. Maybe you should watch <laughs> I'm masturbating now. Uh well I can't uh, should I come? 
Really? In my third eye? Like, like really come in my face and then yeah, I come in your focus third eye. that the, the sperm come should hit there? I, to use, I don't get horny anymore almost. That's a problem. I really need uh, to, to think positive, I think. I think I got to the point of uh, being uh, unexcited by the world. Uh, uh, humans can be sexy, but sometimes they can be super unexciting also. Is it to find that balance? Do you don't find them too sexy and get sex addicted like I was before or find them too uh, disgusting so I don't want to talk to them like now? I'm trying to find that middle point and find that middle point. No, so that's what I'm working with. We all work with different stuff, no? You're sure. you're the middle part. <laughs> really? You're you're just you're just looking for connecting to yourself and find yourself sexy, find yourself lovable. And sometimes that's... give yourself give yourself a lot of nurturing. That's the problem with us being assholes. When you turn into becoming a self-indulgent uh, person that only <laughs> only feel like, oh, poor me, poor me, everyone's so evil to me, you also start to do more and more mistakes to people and do a lot of shit that is like, okay, when you realize it, you also have to forgive yourself. No, you have to also be able to forgive all those mistakes you did in that period where you were uh, kind of fucked up and didn't uh, realize how to to be with the world around you in the way you want to be treated yourself. So it's uh, it's that also. that I think that part of forgiving yourself many times is more difficult than forgiving mm. other people. Definitely. And and it, it starts there. And uh, I mean, forgiveness is, is in, in our, this Christian uh, society has to do with like a lot of martyrdom. So to forgive, you have to kind of like be able to be forgiven somebody has to be on a cross like bleeding out or something and uh, actually for you know forgiveness is a lot easier than uh than that it's just uh, a, a way of just letting go of certain things and uh, moving on with the wisdom you acquired from from all this uh times just realizing oh i have to appreciate people and uh, I have to uh, not always be number one, uh, you know, be empathic towards others, you know, get the wisdom out of whatever happened and move on. That's forgiveness. Nobody has to be on a cross bleeding. <laughs> well, it's, it's a cute symbol, symbol still, though. It's, uh, I'm happy that Jesus uh, did that for us, climbed. Uh, well, he didn't climb up. He got dragged up on the cross uh, in this story. At least I don't know if he did. Yeah, uh, I don't know if he was really willing to do that. Made, but it's <laughs> such a, the, the greatest SM act in history. The, oh, yeah, the yeah. SM uh, giving your ego to humanity SM games. Inversion. Yeah, just like nail him up naked on the cross. You know, I don't I don't think he had clothes on. I think that's a thing the Christian was like, oh, no, it's too horrible if Jesus was naked on the cross. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to and put some clothes on the guy. It's like the gay guy on the on the the, the they censured on Facebook uh, that picture the classic picture from Vietnam with the girl that has been covered in napalm running down the street naked because she was naked. They censored that, and then this artist photoshopped a bikini a bikini on her and uploaded it on Facebook with this girl <laughs> running with a bikini. <laughs> it was a fine time on Facebook. And then there was a big discussion and then Facebook had to back down because it has a historical value. And so the girl I fucked yesterday has no historical value. And I wear the shoes what's historically valuable for people or not. 
okay, so that Vietnam of that, uh, oh, yeah, such an important part of history that it is. But for me personally, it's also important to remember a good part of my sex life. And some friends of so me, many of my friends want to know about it. So they're being is unsocial. Every fuck, by is every fuck historical? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Every, every fuck, fuck is, is historical, historical man. It's documented, and that's why you can do it. Historical. You're, you're documenting sex as it's happening, like, through history. Like, I mean... Have your orgasms. Later on, there's going to be just pictures of, of, of food and, like, fluffy bunnies and stuff like this. There should be documentation of human sexuality, and that's fucking forest. I mean... Yeah, we're I mean, historians. Yeah, we so we hope we always hope that these young people that uh, did fuck for forest that later become like president in some country or somewhere, and we can change things really fast. It's a, it's a very good thing to to have that on uh, because then it gets historical. As soon as you get famous, to, so then it's kind of like a historical document. So histor history is just like based on what is popular, I guess. Oh, yeah, this is a very popular subject. Everyone cares about this. So if you care about something less popular, then it's not historical enough or history change and we can change history. So uh, let's hope the next president somewhere will be a fuck for Forrester. Yes, we can. Yes, we come. Yes, we come. <laughs> yes, we come. Make coming great again. Make coming great again. Yeah, make Definitely. coming great again is also fun. <laughs> Orgasm nation. Maybe we start a country somewhere. Well, like, I mean, we don't have to know why we're doing what we're doing. It, we, For me, it's just following like a creative urge, something that feels good, something that that is fun. And then as we go along with it, somehow it'll make sense one day to somebody. I mean, or, or not, or we'll just be like senseless fuckers. Like, look at these idiots. They just fucked and they thought they were going to save the world. Who yeah. knows? Well, at least I had great well, sex while the world was work. ending. So it's also that is like, for, for, for us, this doesn't matter if we didn't manage because we had fun doing it. Yeah, I think it's really whatever you put your mind to and you go for it. In the end, it works out or it doesn't work out as you think it would, but it works out as long as you keep doing it no like exactly like with the band many times we have a gig and it's like a really crap gig uh it doesn't go good at all you think or whatever but then a year later you have another gig because of somebody saw you in that gig and really liked it and is now making an event and stuff like this you know and it's like i think it's the same with fuck for forest no like started and it happened and you were doing stuff and then one thing led to the other and then Later on, stuff made sense, no? Yeah, well, it always made sense for me to that sex and nature is one, and the, the that people yeah, have such course. a problem with the naked bodies and sexuality is a kind of big contrast to how people accept uh, fabrics and pollution and uh, water that is poisonous and air that can't be breathed, that you can't breathe, and then uh, our body is considered offensive somehow still makes sense for me in a in an existential way of that we have lost the connection We're... to ourselves and nature somehow i don't know if it's right our all all our philosophy with fuck for forest and we're many different people there uh, for you people who don't know fuck for forest it actually is no real philosophy of fuck for forest anyone can write their philosophy on fuck for forest uh, me and leona has been responsible for sharing a lot about our views on the website but we also encourage people to do their own 
expressions about it. So it's a big unity of of uh, people. Uh, and uh, we would e we would even allow a fascist to fuck for forest. <laughs> really, it's like we are not yeah. a political union. Yeah, yeah, but if a fascist want to save nature, well, if, uh, I don't know. I, I think people should be allowed to express. Do you think it's okay to take people away from internet that uh, has, uh, for example, a fascist statement or hate speech? You think it should be removed? Hmm. I hate all people equally and love them equally. I don't know. I'm not into politics. That always makes me kind of uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, it's good. Let's not talk about, about uh, politics. What do we talk about? Like uh, the vagina. And uh, yes, vaginas. How is Everybody your vagina? Everybody has vaginas and penises and other kind of mixes and. Uh, but uh, it's definitely. still we're quite like uh, back because like uh, in the there was a ecstatic dance demo happening in the temple of Afel. and there was a. I don't know, 80 people dancing and stuff. Uh, and there was one police car like surveilling the whole time, like being next by next, like next to it. And all kinds of guys were without t-shirts dancing around. And at one point, uh, a woman decided to take off her top and dance also topless. Uh, and then I observed the police guy get out of the car and go tell the, the guy who was organizing the party that uh, yeah, something had to be done here about this. The woman now who was you know having her breasts out. You're joking in Berlin. What would happen next or something? And then uh, somebody, and then in the end, he went to tell her to put like put her top back on. Seriously? Uh, and no one reacted yeah. on that? No. No. Sadly, no. I wasn't around to see that, but uh, yeah. That's horrible. That's not cool. No. And that's 2020 in Corona times. Everybody's. I mean, the the porn industry is like making loads of money. It's thriving. There's uh, women of all shapes and sizes, and men and trans and uh, all kind of gender uh, diversity taking part of the porn industry. And so I don't understand why it should be such a problem that work for force really exists. Well, I don't know so how it is I, now anymore. Uh, maybe it changed. We were kind of pioneering a new idea about exploring sexuality and taking it in the face of people. We're obviously ahead of, of the times. Yeah, I think maybe. I we definitely know, like, think that how that can we uh, saving nature with sex. Nobody mm. should use the Fuck the Forest website to <laughs> propagate any kind of uh, hate uh, speech or something like this. I think that would be not cool like it's good to kind of be able to at least allow everybody to have uh to be it's kind of hard to fuck uh people you can't stand so i mean it's good if we can all fuck together <laughs> you know like um yeah but we want to educate i mean no? the philosophy is a little bit of of respect and uh you know like don't cut down trees and uh make the you know like respect nature and uh yeah, so it's 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 a message of kind of uh, so we just love and unity or something. I mean, it's not hippie, but it's uh... super says that you only fuck nice people. You don't fuck those assholes. They should uh, be sexually frustrated. And you assholes out there that listen to this, if you become nicer, if you start to care about nature and care about people around you, it doesn't matter if they are another gender, another color, or whatever, have a different opinion. You try to be nice to them. 
maybe you, I not not maybe you will get fucked. You will get people attracted to you, to your beautiful, free-minded, loving energy. It will change your life. Listen to my voice. Become nicer. <laughs> we'll get you fucked. Now try. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, so that's maybe that's naturally we are pushing away uh, many times the um, most extreme and bad people. I, I've seen that with Fuck for Forest, that many of the people that became part of our groups were, were very open-minded, self-understanding, uh, uh, upgoing people. Well, some of them, <laughs> many of them, most of them were friendly people, very friendly people. Yeah, and uh, I mean... There was some kind of fight, but they were always led by a uh, makeup sex, which was nice. <laughs> yeah, makeup sex is always <laughs> nice. And uh, Leona has some really serious questions to you. I mean, really? Yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah, like, no, not at all. You just want me to speak, right? Do you have anything special to say to our listeners? We spoke the hell out of this. <laughs> <laughs> if you have something special to say to our listeners, some life uh, advices or anything you want to tell about that you're doing that you want people to check out or anything or any pain and suffering you want to express to all those weak souls out there waiting to get their reality torn apart by your powerful philosophy. Well, if you want to check out some art, you can check out my Instagram. It's, and uh, my uh, band Black Sadu is uh, released this uh, EP, What is Real? Three heavy doom tracks going to be released on Cursed Monk Records, an Irish label, uh, 18th of uh, December. And uh, Tears of Fire. Yeah, we will. Uh, you can uh, check out these yeah, links. These links we will put, uh, you will see them under our show. So go to those links and pushed and check out the the depressive doom metal or or happy doom metal i don't know yeah it's 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 pretty stoner doom no psycho doom maybe that's the title last what did you call it well it's psychedelic doom but people say also psycho doom so psycho it's doom. like psychedelic but with doom but with a eerie pitch <laughs> Exactly. It's uh, it's like for you that likes to get them. scared. So you horror fans, kids out there that likes to try out uh, magical mushrooms in the forest, uh, remember to check out uh, Black Sadu and Tree and his uh, music projects that he's playing Side Doom. And uh, you super count, are you ready to go into a new chapter of saving the world? Definitely still exploring the dark and uh, moist world of horniness and uh, orgasm for more inspiration on how to realize new projects and uh, have fun. And uh, I say to everybody, remember that uh, there is, we're living in a multiple reality and even though things may seem that it's very lineal and everything is just going one way and it's uh, everybody thinks the earth is flat at the moment kind of that uh, actually there's much more to to truth and reality as, as the eye lets, them, lets us see and that explore your bodies explore your body wisdom have sex have fun don't be afraid of dying and uh don't be afraid of supporting Fuck for Forest or exactly. making your own 
events or videos or projects in the same direction uh feel horny you can see both fuck the for trees. fun fuck for family fuck for forest fuck for freedom fuck for free fuck for future <laughs> and fuck for freakiness don't get boring and old fuck for fuck <laughs> no, you can For be sexy. Sake, just you, can, fuck. you can be sexy when you're old, also. That uh, you can still be sexy. And if you want to see uh, tree and super cunt, you can see how many carrots a super cunt can get up her vagina. You can see super cunt make love with a vacuum cleaner and a lot of other interesting stuff. And tree will be there also, shaking his uh, penis and uh, making love to beautiful nature. Uh, interested uh, sweet women I guess uh, and uh, you can see that on fuckforforest.org together with all our other friends also and uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on our little podcast uh, we will bring you back later next time we meet we will for sure make a new podcast uh, so then let's do something crazy together and uh, pimp this podcast into like the sexual universe um, shoot it out there ejaculate it out there to the internet with the speed uh any uh what's it called uh pussy bearing being buddy that identifies as a woman wants to make photos with a tree he's available for fuck for forest oh yeah anyone anyone and anyone from berlin on is in the berlin area or is visiting berlin, berlin uh, can contact the tree and super cunt and they will make photos of you and they will have some good ideas yep. and they're very good uh, making uh, artistic or trashy or challenging erotic photos uh, or or just oh, yeah. uh, very simple you're getting <laughs> horny <laughs> yeah. you see that was a good idea tree got horny <laughs> yeah exactly good so yeah tree is waiting and uh, wish no, no a super cunt is waiting for you to contact them in berlin and uh, uh we're like almost facing another lockdown here yeah i know i see continue to have a really great birthday and have a, a orgasmic birth for your third baby it would have been nice now yeah. when you got so far you should film it and put it on fuck for forest but i guess that's like women i see have a very especially have a special relationship to this mir miracle of birth uh, process so i'm not going to push you on it but if you suddenly have your camera there and people are playing around and you're masturbating getting your orgasmic birth I'm people sure a lot of like people. Women, no? no, it's just like a lot of people There's would need to see that. A lot of people will need to see the orgasmic birth because they will not believe it. They don't think it's possible, or they think it's a it's a myth, or that you just try to make yourself cool. And you by lying there showing it would be educational for a lot of people. So it's something you should think about, but not to feel pushed to do. So I was thinking of getting a, a borrowing a GoPro camera to like film it. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, but thank you so much, uh, Supercunt. My our great friends from Berlin. Uh, Supercunt has been part of Aqua Forest from the beginning, and uh, Tree also uh, from the beginning. Okay. But uh, yeah, if, if anybody wants to come by and make photos or needs any assistance with that, I'm definitely for that available. Thank you so much for coming. It was really really nice to talk to you. Yeah, I hope we see you soon, like in Berlin. I would like to go to Berlin. I'm missing you guys. I'm missing things that happened in Berlin before. Yeah, a party next summer sounds really nice. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Happy B birthday. Happy birthday. See you later. Bye. Happy birthday. Bye. <laughs>
talk about life. We are all born, we will all die. And this uh, time in between this, this two beginning and the end type of experiences, we have this thing called existential nightmare that we try to uh, unravel as something beautiful and wonderful and uh, enlightening. So we hope you learned uh, something. I, I, I already forgot what I learned. I have uh, that problem with my memory. So until uh, next time, uh, I hope I got myself back in track to actually remember that I what do you think uh, uh, it inspired you to get a baby and start a family like that? Well, I do not want a baby myself, uh, at least not biologically. Uh, well, I see family as something more deeper than just biology. So I will see you, you as my sister, kind of. And we had sex. I fucked you. So basically I fucked my, my sister or something. That's kind of perverted. But we became sisters after we fucked though. Relationships can change. Family always stay the same. That's the people you will always have with you, no matter what. And we are happy that we have some of those people in our life. Uh, remember to take care of the people you love a lot, in, especially in this time of uh, disconnection. Plant a tree for the one you love and uh, send them a photo online <laughs> about the tree and uh, give them updates about that growing. If you can't meet them, do something nice for someone you love, even if you can't touch them right now. And for you Berlin people, don't forget to contact Supercunt and Tree if you like to do some kinky stuck stuff in front of a camera. <laughs>